Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm super excited for today's guest. We have Kenzie Burke in the house. I have just recently met you. We've totally connected right away, and I'm just so excited for this episode. So thank you for spending the time with me today, Kenzie. Thank you so much for having me on. It's so nice. It's so nice to connect with like-minded women, and I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I actually did. For everyone listening, we did a podcast on Kenzie's podcast, Food, Sex, and Money, that is probably right now out while you're listening. And good episode. You have to listen to it. It's so powerful. So many takeaways. I even listened to it again as I was driving and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to apply that. (laughs) Well, I need to listen to it again because I'm not perfect and everything that I preach in there, I need to remind myself as well. So (laughs) (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Okay, so for everyone listening right now that isn't familiar with the Kenzie Burke lifestyle, with the healthy and positive and just awesome vibes that you put out into the world, can we give them a little backstory on you, your story, how you started in the whole health space, how you grew your following online in such an authentic and pure way, and how you've changed so many women's lives through your programs and your content and everything that you do? Absolutely. So I um, grew up in a small town in Wisconsin and growing up, I just never fit in. I went from school to school. I tried all these different things. I was always the outsider. Um, I had multiple friend groups constantly and I was just really trying to fit in, but I was always a really old soul. Like I just wanted to be an adult. I started babysitting at like 12 and making my own money and I just always wanted to be independent And I also um, struggled when I did not feel in alignment with my life. So at the age of 14, I was diagnosed with Lyme's disease and I just struggled. Like I just would get home from school and sit in my room. And then I had a boyfriend in high school that kind of got me excited about life. Um, And then we broke up and then right when I finished high school, I just moved to LA with a little bit of savings, just not really knowing, but I just wanted more. Like I would go to the grocery store and always see the same people. If I like did anything naughty in high school, my mom knew before I got home because the neighbor told on me. And I just, I, I wanted more and I felt like there was more out there. And so I packed up a Hyundai Sonata and drove across the country with like $2,000. So naive to like a room in LA and was in for quite a surprise because it wasn't like, you know, you moved to LA to live the dream and then you realize like, oh, I have to work every single day. And um, it was really hard for me to make friends because I was working so much, like seven days a week to try to keep myself afloat. And I just still wasn't happy and my health was just really poor. Um, and I get at the time I was really blaming it on Lyme disease And then I started to like get into exercising and such. And I started becoming interested in the foods I ate and noticing like when I was more happy and more in alignment and noticing that like, wow, my health issues are going away when I'm feeling better. And like when I'm feeling my body in the right way. And I just kind of started to take 
and pay attention. And I was trying all these different diets and ways of eating because like every girl, um, I was surrounded by other girls, especially in LA and just like very aware of food and how girls ate and girls eating patterns. And I was just someone who had to eat. Like I was not someone who could deprive myself or eat very little. And obviously with like social pressure, I, I wanted to have the body that I wanted to have. And I also was just so aware at other women and, and how they ate. And I was like, it made me start thinking like, do I need to be conscious of how I'm eating and how much I'm eating and all of that. So it kind of was sparked my interest there. And so I started trying all these different methods and diets and ways of eating. And then I came across this method called food combining, which it's not, it's not really a diet, but it's just a method of eating where you're mindful of the foods you're pairing together to optimize your digestion because our bodies use so much energy to digest and break down food. Like you'll notice if you eat a big lunch, you often feel tired after that. And that's maybe because you're not optimally pairing your foods together. And so your digestive system's using a lot of energy to break that food down. And this this diet was just like, or I don't want to even call it a diet because it's just a practice, but it was so different. It like wasn't talked about. It wasn't known about. I found it in this book called Fit for Life that was written by Harvey Diamond, who is this this guy who like um, fought in um, a war and completely reversed his health from being exposed to a chemical through this way of eating. So it was like very different. And I was always interested in being, like I liked doing things differently. I never did things normally. Like even in high school, I just didn't do things normally. If, if someone said like do X, Y, and Z, I did like A, B, and C. Just, it was just who I was. I always wanted to test the system and I never believed like there's one way and there's gotta be other ways. So I found this way of eating and my body was transforming. Like I was really leaning out. I was noticing health issues. Like my skin was just really clearing and it just fueled me to see that I could really change my own life. And so then there was still this mental aspect of my life that was really dark. And for a long time, I had just blamed Lyme disease. But I think what it was is I was really just creating dis-ease in my body because I was really unhappy. And at the time, I was, I was in the styling industry because, you know, I thought, oh, it would be so cool if I worked for Kourtney Kardashian stylist. Like, that's such a cool image. But I was miserable. And I was working seven days a week. I had no friends. I had no money. It was just dark. And so I had this breakdown and it was kind of an anxiety attack. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to follow something I'm interested in. Like I've spent all my time researching health and wellness and I'm into this way of eating and people were asking me what I was doing with my body. And then being in the styling industry, I just thought like, I want to really normalize eating for girls. Like I want to make health beautiful and sexy and like bring more passion to mealtime because it was so important to me like I was packing my cooler full of food and like eating in the car and my styling internship and so I had a breakdown and I just quit everything and I signed up for the Institute of Integrative Nutrition and I just started listening to my soul and not my ego for the first time I was always doing things because I thought I should be doing them and so I just started doing something for myself and I started to become more and more in alignment with who I really was. And then through that, 
um, I decided to just create a program at the time. If you saw what the program was at the time, you would laugh, but I just got into Photoshop and I created this 21 day reset and I put food combining in there and I put all these methods that I was using, like the importance of self-care. I, I loved cooking, so I was putting all my simple recipes in there and, and talking about food combining and talking about the importance of sleep and self-care. And it just created this little little PDF and I put it on the internet. I had like 5,000 followers on Instagram. And at this point, I was begging my parents to like pay for my rent and to just help me because I just had this intuition that I was going to be able to make something out of myself and make a difference in this world. And at the time, everyone thought I was crazy. They were like, what, like you're making a PDF? Like, how are you going to pay your rent? I was just basically, my parents were like, kept, I was, my grandparents, like everyone in the family was like chipping in like $200. Like my, at one point, my brother was Venmoing me $10 to pay rent. I was like, just please, please, please. I, tr I just trust me. Um, and then it just, gained traction online and it really took off. It went like super, super viral last summer. And I was getting all these transformation stories. I mean, I went from like babysitting and trying to make ends meet to like receiving messages about like, I've been in and out of the doctor's office for years with these stomach pains and like they're gone and you changed my life. And it was just so incredible to see such a big manifestation and also making a difference all of a sudden. Like I just felt so much more fulfilled. I think that's what I was searching for the whole time is to just be making a difference in this world. Um, and then that's really it. That's how I really got my foot in the door doing everything I was doing. And then I, at one point received a lot of backlash um, because the way I was eating wasn't like, it wasn't scientifically proven and it wasn't, it wasn't normal. You know, it was like, I was preaching something completely new to a really young audience. And I think the information I was sharing is maybe has been out there in, to an older audience, but like talking about really doing the work, like it's not just about cutting calories out of your diet. It's about changing your lifestyle and being mindful of what you're eating and like, adding more into your diet and changing your sleep patterns and leaving your job if you don't want it. And so I think it was a lot for the industry at the time and the age group to have someone who was bringing that kind of information. Um, so I received a lot of backlash because, but at the time it was so hard because I just like woke up one morning and I was getting so much backlash and hate and I was put on daily mail and like this, like, you know, influencer claims to lose weight from food combining. And it just, what wasn't my message because I've always been like five, four and a petite girl. Like I never said weight. I don't talk about weight loss and, you know, so it was really harsh and I was getting like death threats and just all these things. Yeah. It was really painful. And at the time I didn't understand because it was so innocent. And what that really turned through throughout my career is I really stood my ground and I really saw that our world and we all need to like stand on our own two feet more for ourselves and, and come up with our own beliefs. And so what that's really done is turn what started off as me preaching about food combining or me preaching about um, plant-based foods to it's everything, you know, it's like coming up with your own beliefs, coming up with your own ways of living, standing on your own two feet. And so it's really turned into this mind body connection brand in a way. And I'm always on self-discovery, like 
I'm always trying to discover myself more. So I'm not at the place where I'm like, yeah, I've got it all figured out every single day. I'm working on myself. I want more knowledge. I want to be the best version of myself and I want to expand. And then what my brands really turned into is I've learned all these like lessons along the way, some really great and some really terrible. And I take the takeaways and I provide them to my audience. And so it's just really turned into a whole mind body life connection. And I think my message throughout everything has become stronger because of what I've gone through. And I've just seen like how much more the world needs thinkers that can expand ways of thinking. And I take on this role of being controversial now with pride because I think it's healthy. I think it's really good to have people expanding our ways of thinking and being and living. 100%. What an amazing story. I love how you just explained all of that. And I can't help but think while you're just explaining all of that, how similar we are. And, you know, won't even get into it now. We can talk about it later, but it's crazy how aligned we are. There are so many similarities. Um, and, I, you know, that is just so freaking cool how you, I feel like you, you were really the pioneer almost with our, at least our age range, um, with, with a lot of the health stuff going on. Like, you know, I, what I, how I see your brand is that I, first of all, I don't know why the word pure just comes to mind. Like your brand is like simple and gorgeous and pure. Like the foods you eat are very pure and whole. And the way that you picture everything is very pure and whole and beautiful. And, um, you know, I definitely commend you for that because I'm not that good at feed stuff. (laughs) Um, but you know, going back to the pioneer thing with the whole food combining, um, I'm so open to trying it. I've never really, like, I, I don't know much about it. So I, I want to learn from you because I kind of have my way that I've eaten that's worked for me all, all along, but there's definitely room for improvement always. And I'm such a, um, I, and like you such a learner and I like to, you know, try everything and kind of go out, out of the zone. Um, so for someone that doesn't know much about food combining, what are the top principles? And, you know, first of all, why did you get death threats? Like that just bothers me so much. So like society, I can't like, you're such an innocent girl promoting health. Like, oh, anyway. (laughs) Now what I've learned actually recently in the past month about, about that is that there's so much fear in the world. Um, That's really, I didn't know this a year ago, but Now I know that there's a lot of fear in the world. There's a fear to think differently. There's a fear to do things differently. There's a fear to be different. And fear brings out a lot of ugly. It brings out a lot of ugly. And it's scary to change your way of eating. It's scary to think that, you know what, maybe there's a whole new way that I could live that someone in the medical institution hasn't found yet. Maybe, maybe that's a possibility. It's easier for someone to say, you know what? No, my registered dietitian, I have nothing against medical professionals, but it's much easier to be like, that's wrong. I'm going to keep eating how I'm eating, even though maybe I do have digestion issues, even though maybe I, I don't really love or feel connected to my body, even though I kind of wish that I was eating more purely, but that's hard to change and I'm scared to change. So now I'm just going to jump on the bandwagon of like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And here's my middle finger. Also, people love um, conflict. 
it's just something that I think, I think it's easy to, to jump on a bandwagon and put someone else down than it is to look at yourself as a whole. I think that a lot of what we, when we feel jealous towards someone or we feel like we long to have what someone has, it's much easier to speak poorly about that person and put your energy into saying what they are not than it is looking within at what you are. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I do think it was some of that. And I don't really know where it came from. It was really unheard of at the time. If you knew like what was going down at the time, I was getting a lot of people just like, I've never seen this happen before. Like it was really in the YouTube community, which is in a very intense community. Mm-hmm. And it was just weird. But I kind of knew the whole time, like, this is my story for a reason. This is my story for a reason. This is like happening for a reason. And it totally was. And it made my message stronger and made me stand by what I was doing even more. I mean, I started talking about food combining even more. And I think that was for those who stayed with me throughout that. I think that alone is inspiring to anyone of like, it would have been very easy for me then to just back down. I mean, yeah. Would have been very easy because I had been in the industry for two or three months. Like it would have been easy. And so I think just alone, like for anyone who remembers me from the start, I didn't back down. And I think that's like, that's a very important message. That's such an important message. And I don't feel like you'd be able to. Like I feel like you lead with your soul so much that it wouldn't even be an option for you to to feel that pure pressure. Um and, and calm down or whatever, or stop talking about what you believe in. And you're right. There are so many crazy issues in the world that the people that try to tear down, you know, young, innocent, like knowledgeable woman, if there's something wrong with that. And, um, you've obviously, obviously changed so many lives with your method. Um, I want to pick your brain about, about the method, about food combining, because I'm personally super interested. So did you ever eat, like, were you, I want to know more about your story. Did you go from being just not unhealthy, but just like, you know, eating like the rest of the world, which I guess is unhealthy to food combining, or did you have like a middle area where you were eating healthier from like the standard point of view and then go to food combining? Cause I feel like I eat like a paleo diet and I food combine, not, I mean, not appropriately, like I'll eat a banana with almond butter kind of thing. Um, what do you, what are your thoughts on all of this? Cause I'm super interested in, in your journey finding that, um, compared to a typical health kind of diet. And then what, what kind of advice you have as well? Absolutely. So that's a great question. So I grew up in a healthy household and I say healthy with, you know, quotations around it. It was organic and, and fine, Mm -hmm. um, home cooked meals, but not healthy to the point I'm at. And I was always pretty small and I always loved sugar. Like I was like, I loved scones and muffins and all of that, but I also had really bad acne for a lot of years. Um, I stayed very petite, but got like really bloated in my stomach area. And just from, you know, a lot of gluten and processed sugars will do to you. So then I tried multiple different ways of eating and I was doing paleo at the time that I found food combining. And so I'll go into food combining a little bit. So the the base of the method is that different foods use different enzymes to digest and to break down within your system, right? So fruit uses different enzymes to break down, um, Proteins use different enzymes to break down. Starches use different enzymes to break down in your system. 
So with that being said, if you look at your digestive system and you're eating three different you know, food categories at once that all use different enzymes to break down within your system and you're eating all that at once, your body's working really hard to break down all of that food. I mean, that's a lot of work and that's very taxing on your digestive system, which is using a lot of energy to break down and maybe your food wouldn't be digesting, releasing the vitamins and minerals it needs to be to where it needs to be and then passing through you optimally. It might stay in your stomach longer because there's areas it needs to digest in. So that's the basis of, of what it is. And it sounds very confusing when you talk about it, but when you practice it, it's really not because it's just about actually simplifying your meals and then maybe adding in more greens. So like if you were to have a meal with fish, potatoes, and a big salad, right? But the fish is a protein and the potatoes is a starch. How you could food combine that meal was take the potatoes out, have the fish, double up your salad, and maybe make a roasted side of vegetables. And then that way, your body's using the enzymes to break down that fish. The greens are just alkaline. They're passing through you. And so your body's really using only the energy to break down the fish. Now, if you imagine your digestive system, you can like visualize how that's working within your body. You can just see the ease and grace that it's flowing through you and able to process and pass out of your system. So when you start to do these things, your body is getting more energy for other aspects like, you know, shedding weight off easily and permanently because that's that takes work to constantly be restoring and maintaining your weight, um, fighting off disease, balancing your hormone problems, people who struggle with SIBO, you know, which is a, um, a, a, a imbalance in your gut. I've like, had it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really guiding your body to be able to have more energy to heal itself. And a big thing with food combining is fruit because Fruit, I mean, this is like the shift I always say. Everyone just starts with this. This is all you really need to do to see a difference in your life. But fruit is just a fast, beautiful food. So what I mean by that is it really uses no energy to digest or break down within your system. It passes right through. And if you have, you start practicing eating fruit when you wake up in the morning with nothing else, just fruit, you'll notice you'll go to the bathroom. You'll notice you'll get a burst of energy because it's giving your body that natural sugar. It's giving that body, your body some fuel, but it is it does not sit in your stomach to digest. It just passes right through. So you're not using any digestive energy in the morning to break down your food. And so that's a huge thing that I always recommend people start with. And that's what I started with. I, I started trading my like oatmeal breakfast for just like a big bowl of fruit. And through that, I was like, wow, like I'm so much leaner. I have so much more definition in my stomach. I have so much more energy. And, and then it just started to make a lot of sense to me. Because I started to realize, like, when you say my brand is pure, I really appreciate that because it started to make my meals more pure without trying. Because I was all of a sudden not mixing and making, like, this huge facade of a meal with, like, a grain and a protein and, you know, a vegetable and, like, then an apple for dessert, I just started to, like, make big meals that were simple and beautiful and it changed my relationship with food and it made me all of a sudden look at food as more being a more pure, a pure thing. And it, it really connected to me, me to how I was eating. 
And then it really made sense to me. I think that modern day science, there's a time and a place for all of that. But then I started to read a lot and do a lot of research. And I was like, you know what? We as humans have made life so complicated. Like everything is so complicated. Like now everything has to be an equation. Everything has to be approved by this person or this person. And it's, we wouldn't be here if people didn't already figure it out. And so if you think way back in the day, like when humans first started eating food, they were eating fruit in the morning because that made sense. You had a blackberry bush, you ate your blackberries, you had your fruit, right? And then for lunch and dinner, you were hunting and gathering, you were getting stuff from your garden. So if you had a protein, you were most likely having that with a vegetable. You weren't making this huge fancy meal full of ingredients. So it started to make a lot of sense to me and it started to feel so good. I felt so powerful, my health transformed, my hormones transformed, my skin transformed. And then forming that love with my food, it was like, I can allow this food in my body. I think as women, we really struggle with that. Um, I, I think that everyone at some point goes through that, where it's like eating all of a sudden is connected to how you look. And so we resist the food. And it has nothing to do with the food, but it has to do with where we are with ourselves. So if we're at a time in our life where we're like really stressed or we're not loving ourselves or someone said something that made us really insecure, we're all of a sudden like, yeah, I'm not like, I should eat very little. I should micromanage. It's, it's a form of control. And so forming this pure relationship with my food and like understanding and look, maybe food combining works 90% of the time. Maybe it doesn't work 10% of the time. I don't care really, but in my mind it works and in my mind it makes sense. And in my mind it, um, it heals my relationship with food because I look at it as that source of energy and it is pure and it is beautiful. And eating is amazing. And anyone who's tried or just made these shifts, like even my mom and dad, they just started trading in their breakfast for fruit. And they were like, I mean, then there's a ripple effect. Their entire bodies have both transformed and their lives have transformed because it's going back to the basics. And I think that a lot of my messaging, even with the mindset is like, wait, let's just strip away all the fluff for one minute. Like, let's just pretend like there isn't 18 million diet books and everyone has a guide and everyone says this and this dietitian and this doctor and all of this, like, let's just for one minute strip that all away and like, listen to nature. And I think even with mindset, you know, when you're in a situation that's very overwhelming or you're in conflict with your friend or you're stressed about money, if you can take all that fluff away for one moment and sit in the stillness and the pureness of that, it's not a big deal. It's these stories we create. It's, it's what we build. It's, it's that adds so much weight into our lives. And I'm just really big on like, I don't want to live with weight. Like even eating this way, I've, I've lived with, I've was 15 pounds heavier last year. I haven't changed my diet in three years, but my mind was so full and stuffed and everything was overcomplicated and everything was a conflict and everything was hard. And I was just carrying that weight. And so when I was able to strip that all away and be like, what is nature for one minute? Like maybe just doing Pilates and moving my body calmly and sitting in silence is beautiful. And maybe then I can hear what my soul really wants. And I just watch that weight fall off. So I think a huge part of my messaging and even with food combining is it's just like, it's pure and we as humans, 
have overcomplicated everything. And I think at the very root, we all just want to feel content with our lives and happy. And I believe that's really found in the pureness and the essence of life. Like that's just where it is. That's why we all feel so much better if we just go stand outside for a minute in nature because it's just pure. It's just natural. It's not overcomplicated. Let's take a super quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Skillshare is an online learning community with so many incredible, inspiring classes for creative and curious people. So you can explore new skills and deepen existing passions, get lost in your creativity, and so much more with Skillshare. So the classes um, in Skillshare that I'm actually super interested in, the ones that I have on my list, there is a whole section on productivity and there's a whole section on freelance and entrepreneurship. So these two areas are very interesting to me and maybe to you as well. You can learn from really popular teachers like Simon Sinek. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He teaches some classes in the entrepreneurship section. And then when it comes to the productivity stuff, there are so many videos that literally help you step-by-step how to be more productive, how to accomplish more, you know, how to build habits that last. There is so much value in these classes. And honestly, especially during this time, a lot of us are, are at home a lot more. And I think, you know, just being interested in learning and improving ourselves is super important. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that I'm really interested in and I'm excited to take some of these classes. So Skillshare actually has classes that can fit any one of your schedules and skill levels. Members can get unlimited access to thousands of these inspiring classes with hands-on projects from a community of millions. So explore your creativity today and get two free months of premium membership at Skillshare.com forward slash MP. That is two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. So get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com forward slash MP. That is two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com forward slash MP. All right, let's get back to the episode. Pure. It's just natural. It's not overcomplicated. You have just inspired me so much. I'm listening to you talk right now, Kenzie, and I'm like, this just clicked in my head. Pureness, like just coming back to being human and getting rid of all the BS and the fluff and the technology, the social media, the drama, the this, our addiction to being distracted all the time. It This always reminds me just what causes anxiety, what causes, you know, even like skin breakouts, like, oh my gosh, it is so, you're so on point there. And, you know, that pureness, I think every single person listening right now can benefit from, I can benefit from it a lot, especially these days. I'm like, what's, (laughs) I need something pure. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's just so incredible how, how you use that with food and with life, with mindset and with life. And, you know, how did you always, cause I, I know you've been through your big transformation, but like, were you, do you feel right now, like this was always you or you had to work towards being this person? Because with personal development, um, you know, a lot of people say different things. I think that personal development is taking off the layers of who you've been conditioned to be your entire life. And then you're actually becoming your true self. But a lot of other people say you work towards it and you become a person. What do you think? I'm really curious to know your thoughts on that. 
I would agree with you. Um, I feel like every single day I become more aligned with the essence of who I really am. I think who I've been has always been in there. Like I've heard people my whole life say, oh, she's such an old soul or she's so wise beyond her years. People who have had glimpses of me speaking or me saying something, but there's been so much conditioning that and so many things that, you know, comments that I heard when I was seven that my mom maybe said that like I held on to and I believed about myself, but it wasn't true. And every single day I'm discovering more and more of who I am. And I think that that person, I agree with you, is always there, but it's undoing all that we've learned. And we can like, as much as we don't want to, we can hear someone say something like a whisper in the back and all of a sudden it makes us question like our belief for a second because I don't know why, but I think that knowing who you are is where the most power lies within you. And for me to get to that place has really been checking my circle who I'm around. Like I'm someone who's gone through a lot of friends and I'm someone who, um, you know, and I think that some people from the outside, they'll be like, Oh, is she still friends with so-and-so? And it's just, it's not in a malicious way at all, but it's just that, I really want to be myself. I want to know myself and I want to live in my truth. And sometimes we're influenced or we're around people that just aren't for us. And it's not a bad thing, but it's just not for us. And that's okay. And so I'm someone who really checks in with myself constantly. And I would say in the past six months is when I've gone through the biggest evolution and growth because I've really tapped into spirituality and really shedded like deep layers of the past. Like there's parts of myself that, especially if you're talking about feminine energy, I've been really nervous to be with a guy or really nervous to express my body or to be fully seen. And it's just something that I just ignored. I like just didn't date. I didn't do anything because I was afraid. But really what that was is I believed that, you know, maybe because my mom wasn't tapped into her feminine side and maybe she made a comment to me when I was 16 that made me suppress like myself in that way that I've been holding on to that this entire time and believing something about myself. So when I tapped into more of the spiritual world, I started to sit in stillness and realize like, I don't have to be these belief systems I've created within myself. Like, you know, I think my mom once maybe said that someone in our family was tone deaf. So I never sang. I never sang in front of anyone because I thought I was tone deaf. And I was like, it was in those moments when I thought, you know, I'm not tone deaf. Maybe I'm not tone deaf. Maybe I should just stop believing something that's not true about myself or come up with my own beliefs. And so I think the past six months have been the biggest point of transformation for me. The point where I also feel very untouchable in my message. Like I started a podcast or the way I'm talking to you, like I would have never said these things in the way I'm saying them last year in a podcast because I was still trying to make sure like, did I get the facts right? Like, did am I saying everything right? But now I just don't care because I truly don't care what someone thinks because I know myself. And in the moment of stillness, it's like I have myself and what I think of myself is far more important than what anyone else thinks of me because what anyone else thinks of me has nothing to do with me. 
And so that was a huge shedding of my past that has brought me closer to myself. And obviously I'm not perfect. Like last weekend, I just totally went through a whole nother like mental thing only to come out of it to that same message of in stillness of like, you're creating stories. You just created a lot of stories. And, but I think the more you practice this and the more you can sit in silence and the more that you can realize that you are yourself and you have yourself, that's really when you're able to come home more easily and you're able to move through life with more of an awareness and you're able to every day come back to yourself. I really don't think that there's going to be a point where we're going to wake up and be like, we did it. We did it. We're great because life is life and things happen and the world changes and relationships change and that's okay. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is just trying to be okay with what it is. If I'm feeling sad, just like feel sad and don't try to give it context or a story or like, well, maybe because this person said this, that I'm feeling it. So it's just like, no, like I just feel sad right now and that's okay. And then it usually goes away. I just don't think that we as humans like allow ourselves to be in our moments. <laughs> Amen. I feel like you're speaking from your true authenticity right now. Like I can just sense that you are just being 100% Kenzie. And I notice like with me sometimes when I'm not like that and I can know what I am as well, but just hearing you right now is, is just like pure. You know, I keep saying that freaking word. I don't know why it's just authentic and pure and just grounded. And that's the thing with being happy with yourself and okay with life's journey. It's like, you just, you're just safer. Like there's some grounded vibe with that. And I think that's what so many people seek in other ways. You know, I feel like so many people seek that safety and groundedness, um, by doing what they've always done, which has never actually resulted in them feeling that way. Like, you know, addicted to the feelings of anxiety, of guilt, of shame, of not feeling good enough. Um, you know, what kind of advice would you give to a girl maybe around our age who feels stuck in life, feels like there is more to live, maybe is around some friends that don't necessarily make her feel the best. Uh, maybe she sits on her phone too much. I think we all do sometimes, but you know, that's a big issue. I think in our generation being addicted to our phones, what kind of advice would you give to her? And maybe even as a broader question, what kind of advice would you give to your 18 year old self kind of all mixed together? What just advice for younger, more naive people? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great question. And I wish I could have told myself this when I was 18, but the path to knowing your true authentic self, what you really want to do for work, the kind of partner you really want to be with, the body you really want to have, the place you really want to live. It's all possible if you allow yourself the time to create that. We're so conditioned to want to see results tomorrow. And quite frankly, it just doesn't work that way. Like, I moved to LA five years ago and just now do I have the friends that I am actually supposed to have just now. Is it actually somewhat in alignment and, and now I'm moving, but like it's or traveling, but like it, it takes time and you can't even for your body. It's like, if you want a body and, and to change your life, like your life, I have a 21 day reset 
and it's called 20 days to your best body. It's like 21 days to your life. Like you're not going to have what you want in 21 days, but you can establish new ways of living over 21 days that you can carry out throughout your life. Sometimes it just takes integrity to make a change. Like we, I've had moments where I'm just like, I'm on my phone so much when the quarantine hit, I was like, I hate my phone at this point, And I hate who I am when I'm on it. And so I went off social media for two weeks. And do you know how much goodness I found in myself in two weeks? I had time. I like stared at the wall. I saw the world in a new way. And it was it easy. No. Did I reach for my phone and turn on the Instagram app 18 times? Absolutely. But I pushed through that discomfort. It takes integrity to to walk away from a friend group and maybe from an outsider. They're like, oh, she goes through friends really fast. But when you have integrity and you are living the life for you, you're creating a person that cannot be shook in the long run. And so maybe it takes three years, but that person that you become over those three years is you. It's not anybody else. And life goes by really fast. And it's not always easy in those moments. Like it's, I have them too. I have moments still where I'm just like, I'm lonely. Like I want a partner. I want to share this with someone. And I always just come back to like, it's going to happen when it's supposed to. And the best thing you can do is to not want anything because when you want something, you're saying that you don't have something, which is putting you in a space of like, I don't have. Putting yourself into an energy of gratitude. I have, I am, I am this. And then also having integrity. Like what you really want is not easy. But it's being in control and surrendering to yourself and doing what's right for you. And I think at the end of the day, maybe I've had so many different friends in L.A. and maybe from an outsider that looks bad. But now the best friend I have is like the most purest relationship you would ever want in a best friend. And it's so beautiful. And it took me six years to find that. I mean, it took me my whole life to find that. But I have that now. And throughout that journey, how many lessons did I learn about myself? How many things did I learn about people? And I get to carry that wisdom with me. And so I just think it's about accepting the journey that it is a journey. It's not a destination and being okay with the discomfort and taking integrity into your own hands and like really just doing the work to to create the life you want. It's not going to be happy, but like all the time, but nothing, you don't just like wake up and have what you want. It takes intent. It takes work. It takes integrity. And that's like the biggest word I have for that. What's your biggest why? Sorry to interrupt you quickly, but I just, I'm so curious. Like, what is your why? My why is that I want to live a life that I can stand by. I want to be the person that I can stand by. I want to fully love myself. I want to know who I am when I'm speaking and I want to live a very full abundant life. I want to have everything, all my life. I want it to be a life beyond my wildest dreams. I believe that we are all, we all have the capacity to create that and to have that. I mean, we only live once. So I just, I mean, maybe we live more than once, but we only know that we live once. And so it's best to just live that to the fullest of your potential and who you can possibly be. And to me, that's just being the best you can be every single day. I mean, I'm going to eat really well every day because I want to be at my best. I want to feel good. I want to feel sharp. I want to love my body. I don't want to feel gross. 
So I'm just going to do what makes me feel good. And I think that's my biggest why is that I just believe that there's more and that so many people I've seen so many people just settle or like, let's just get through tonight or let's just get through next week. And I don't want to live getting through life. I want to live. Love that. 100%. Okay. So I have a few more questions just off the top of my head about food. I want to hear more about, cause I'm very interested in this now, you know, I've lived through many different ways of eating and I definitely have found a way of eating that that works for me, but I'm always looking to improve and I love trying new things. So there is a big dilemma here. If we can't eat protein and fruit, I'm addicted to smoothie bowls with vanilla vegan protein powder. What would you do if you were me? (laughs) If I wanted to try the food combining? (laughs) Okay. That's a great question. I would first try to create a smoothie bowl without protein powder and add toppings on it, like cacao nibs, goji berries, coconut flakes, and give that a try. Um, because you can make a really good smoothie bowl without that. I mean, you can make a full-blown acai bowl with tons of fruit toppings, that cacao nibs, they give it a nice crunch. Same with goji berries. You can do dried golden berries. You can do coconut and just kind of playing and stepping outside of that discomfort with it. And and another thing is, is there are ways around it. Like if you really love protein powder and and that you can do, you can exnay the fruit in that. I mean, if you want to get very technical and I have this in my programs, but banana can technically mesh with other foods. It kind of digests like an avocado. So you could do a smoothie bowl with a frozen banana, protein powder, like a hemp milk, maybe some maca, maybe some cinnamon, and then add some fun like granola and do toppings of that sort and just exonate the fruit. Or you can just try to get more pure. Like one of my favorite with, with fruit is one of my favorite things to do with fruit is I'll cut it all up and then I'll pour coconut water over it. And then I'll do cacaos, goji berries, coconut flakes. And it's like a fruit cereal. And it's so good. Like I was the same as you. I was like, how do you have a smoothie without the protein powder? I'm um, addicted. Cause I, I, it's like ice cream every day, but you're right. And you know what I could do? Frozen zucchini, frozen avocado, maybe a bit of frozen banana, vanilla protein. And my protein powder is super clean. It's like just um, pea protein and like vanilla and stevia. It's like the new zest one. I know you're probably not that for protein powder because it is processed and I get that and I wish that I wasn't like obsessed with the taste, (laughs) but things can change. (laughs) I think that my biggest advice with this is like just start playing with it Because when you start to just change, your palate changes when you change your way of eating. I'm sure the way you eat now is much more attractive and tastes much better than the way you maybe have eaten in the past. Like your palate's always changing. So it's good to just experience and experiment and try different things and methods. Um, Yeah, and just play with it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try it out. I'm going to test the waters here. And then one more question. Uh, just to to kind of go over the basics, so protein and fat and greens can go together, but fat and carbs and starches can't. Kind of fine. I mean, I might not be fully. I just like I really listen to the body yeah. and I play with it. And again, it's not like a diet; it's just a practice. And when you become really in tune, you'll you'll start to see. But like fats. 
they can go with um, proteins and they can also go with starches. So it's really like the three things you want to be mindful of is fruit alone, not after a meal, but fruit alone and on its own. And then how you structure your other meals is I'm going to pick a protein or I'm going to pick a starch and I'm going to pair that with vegetables. It's really not that crazy. It's just like you just pick, you pick between one. And then through that, you'll start to like nuts and seeds. I think all of that, like it just don't stress about it. But if you just take those three principles and maybe I have like a blog post, which gives all the details on this and it like tells you what you compare with what. So maybe you can link that in the show notes for anyone wondering. Um, but it's really, it's one of those things that you'll start to see your digestive system change and maybe like different changes throughout your body and your energy levels. And then you'll start to notice it. Like, obviously I have meals where I don't properly food combine and some days I feel it and some days I don't, but I'm just now more in tune with my body. So I don't really think about it. Yeah. All right. Well, Kenzie, you've inspired so many today. Honestly, this was such, such an incredible episode. I'm so happy we met and I can't wait to keep connecting with you, keep learning more about you and just deepening this friendship because I really do connect with you. And I think you're incredible and I'm really just happy to know you. So thank you. To know you. I'm so excited that we've connected and that we're friends and I want to co-create with you for sure. Oh my God. Same. Let's, let's co-create. Let's do yeah. something. Cause honestly, like your vibe is so what we need more of in this world. And like, if everyone listening right now, you know how I always talk about who you surround yourself with is your life. Like the five people that you surround yourself with most creates you like that goes with following people on social media too. Like just go follow Kenzie, check her out. She's just good vibes all around. And will make you feel good about yourself and is positive and adds value. So truly go check her out and um, go listen to my episode on her podcast, Food, Sex, and Money. Um, and where else can everyone connect with you, find your your products and anything fun coming up soon? Maybe you can't talk about it yet, but just give us everything about you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is just at Kenzie Burke. My website's KenzieBurke.life. Um, I just launched a podcast and I'm launching some products later this fall. Oh my God. I'm so excited about that, by the way. Yes. And some cacao nibs from Guatemala, like the purest form of chocolate you could have. Um, and then another huge project coming into the new year. So it's exciting. Oh, so exciting. Thank you so much, Kenzie. Thank you so much.